Welcome to Hero Talk with Talix and Trev. I'm Talix. And I'm Trev. And today we have a special guest. Uncle Shane is in here today. Yeah, and today we're going to be talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Out of the shadows. Let's get this show started. Alright, you got a joke? Yep, I do. 4% of the world prefers falcons more than eagles. Leo, Donnie, Mikey, and Raph. 4% of the world. Keep it like that. What? <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, whatever. You know what? We just going to roll into my joke because I don't understand what that was. I don't know what that was. <laughs> okay. I thought so, I was going to break it full circle. I thought it didn't. was too. I started off the 4% and I was like, well, we going we to go around the world. He going to drop us off somewhere. Yeah, he going to drop us off. He but, did. But he didn't. He left, he did, he left us hanging. He was strange. But nevertheless, he was mine. What do you get when you cross a banana and a reporter? Born. Nope. <laughs> April O'Peel. Oh, wow! <laughs> okay, so you got you an improv, Trevor? Yes. Or an impersonation, rather? Yeah, sure. Okay, so go ahead with it. I had, a, I had some help from a couple of friends. Thunder and lightning! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> He's really over here trying to coach me. Hey, this is the MVP segment of the podcast. Trevor, go with yours first. Okay, well, well, well. Mine is Bebop. Why? Because it was funny. It was like, my name is Bebop. <laughs> it was funny. And then he just has a really big tummy. It reminds me of someone. Are you talking about me? No. Okay. <laughs> okay, Uncle Shane. Mine is always Michelangelo. Oh. Wow. Why is, do we, why is do we have to go into why? Yes. It's oh. Because without him, the group would fall apart. He's the glue. You know what I mean? He's the personality. I mean, that was... And he got tasked with the most important job in the whole movie. Uh, yeah, because he had to go get the beacon. He had to go get the beacon out of there. Okay. Those two are pretty cool. But... The most important person, the MVP of this movie, him, Baxter Stockman. Oh, come on no, now! No, 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 yes, no, 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 he no. had to create the technology to do all of this stuff. He's yeah, the which one. caused almost the end of the world. Yeah, but if it wasn't for him, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have even had your MVP because Bebop wouldn't have been able to be created without Baxter Stockman my, creating all the information, creating lives. all the data. No matter what. My MVP lives no matter what. Sure. Your MVP Whatever. lives for now. But we'll move on. Because he, he creates all the stuff. He puts all the technology together. He was the one to pull Shredder up out of the um, being in jail. Got Bebop and Rocksteady also out because Shredder got out. It's Baxter Stockman. The brilliant genius. Baxter Stockman. Okay. So now that we got the MVP out of the way, let's talk about the MVL. What's yours? What's yours? Yours. Mine is Shredder. You did all that work for nothing. Just to get frozen and put in a box. 
That's a good one. You did it, all <laughs> that worked for nothing. You didn't even get to swing on nobody good. <laughs> you got me. frozen and putting in a box. All that worked just to be a popsicle. Trevor? Um, well, my MVL is... Um... I want to say Raph, but there was this one moment that made him the MVL. Otherwise, he's good. It's like no one was a loser to me. But that skydiving, everyone else did it. And you're over here just getting in, just going farther and farther and farther from the destination. And that makes it harder. They jump in without parachutes. You have to have yours, which you don't even end up using. Yeah. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. He was definitely the most valuable loser at that point in the story. Now, I am going to go with Crane. Okay, he got as being beat the up. MVL because he got beat up by his own body. I mean, you came in with all your tools, with all your skills, with all your might, and somehow you get beat by a drone, a thing you can go to Walmart and buy for sixty five dollars. You got beat by somebody attaching a drone to your beacon and sending it through your little warp in the sky, like a like a drone, a guy on a skateboard and a drone. That was it. That was it. Like, you would think that you and your mechanical body would have the wherewithal to be able to take on a turtle. But no, you can't even do that. You got some Dimension X medals that your stuff made out of. And a guy, a turtle with a knife, beat you. A turtle with a knife. A turtle with a knife. I can shanking you. And you lost. You from a whole nother universe. And you lost. That makes you the MVL. My favorite place... Or setting. Sure. Let's do that. And it is the turtle van, ninja turtle car, dump truck. <laughs> oh, okay. Why is it your favorite? Um, Because it has all these cool gadgets. And just imagine you're... On a road trip, trying to stop these ninjas that come out of nowhere on motorcycles. And you're just sitting in the back of the car, eating some potato chips. And then you jump off the back and think you're going to do something. And then you get rolled over. But since you had that thing where Raph can just keep punching and hitting, like, all of that... He he can still stay in shape for that moment, and you could you could have sent Mikey out there, which would be a bad idea. But still, if he had that stuff where he could train like that, mm-hmm. and then the 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 it had the nunchucks attached to it, and even though they got ripped off immediately by that, <laughs> that bridge, yeah, and I mean the manhole covers. Uh, shooting the manhole covers, yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. And then the little, and then the blade, it's like the um, swords. Yeah, it Those had to cool. definitely a whole bunch of attachments to it. That's cool. So, Uncle Shane, what's your favorite setting? When they fell out the airplane and it was in the water, 
and the tank almost shot Mikey, right? Uh huh. That was my favorite setting in the movie. That setting, I think that that was a pretty awesome setting too. Um, my favorite setting was the Technodrome because I thought it was pretty cool the way that they brought basically from you know our childhood when we were little, you know, the big white Technodrome with the owl on the top of it. It basically turned it into right now just like it just made it metallic and everything like that and just kind of like kind of formed together like a transformer it was pretty cool and also they kind of got to surf on the pieces of debris to kind of get up there so i thought that was a pretty cool setting myself all right so now it's time to talk about our favorite costumes and i'll say my favorite costume off the top are bebop and rocksteady Okay, now those, I those two are awesome because it's ba they basically lifted it straight from the comic books, from the military style pants to vest for Rocksteady and for those little slit glasses that Bebop has on. Perfect, perfect job on that. You stole mine. I stole yours. Yeah, you, see, you took both of them. Like, why would you? Why you just get one? Because I felt that it was a tandem. Like it was something that both of them kind of worked together and they came together at a very Good way. I always like how the turtles are designed ever since the first movie. So I'm gonna have to go with uh all four of them actually. Okay. You talk about he can't choose two, you got four. Ah, kinda. <laughs> Did you have anybody else you wanted to add? Um yeah. Casey Jones. Okay. And two. why? Because the second version that he was in, he had the cool-looking mask and the hockey stick. And and then he just had a puck ready. And that was awesome. I mean, who carries all that stuff around? A deranged lunatic? <laughs> or a hockey player? Sure. Okay. All right, so since we didn't hit our best dress, who we say is our worst dress? Baxter Stockman. Why? Okay, so you're just surrounded by the Shredder, the Foot Clan. Everybody, including the main people, the main mutants, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So... With all of that, you got on a blue, a bluish kind of thing, and a white lab coat. Seriously? I think that that kind of turned out a good. I it mean, was like, it, it was, fit his character. It looked good, but I mean, it looked very good. But the all the other stuff is better. Okay, I got you. I feel. I feel. I got you. I got you. Okay, my worst dressed, surprisingly, is Shredder. Oh! I yeah, mean, you the, you, you, the, the black jumpsuit with the black helmet. I mean, yeah, it should have been metal. Like, from the first movie, the, the, first movie. The, the Shredder outfit was so prestigious in the first movie. And then you come to this one, and you're just like, I understand you wanted to kind of go looking like a ninja-style situation, but Shredder is like a Shogun warrior. He's supposed to be all flashy and all that stuff, so that's, in my case, worst dress, Shredder. But you took mine, but they dumped it down because he was pretty much irrelevant the whole movie. Yeah. He did all that for nothing, just to be a popsicle. 
a pop single to get put on the shelf. Yep. The favorite scene in the movie. Yes, your my favorite scene. favorite scene in the movie is pretty um self-centered when it was standing on top of the Statue of Liberty by the flame. I think that's an iconic scene for the four brothers to be standing up there. They just kicked everybody's tail. And it kind of like symbolizes freedom too, you know. Statue of Liberty, four brothers, victorious freedom, the flames. Pretty big, pretty good scene. Pretty good scene. What about you? Mm, my favorite scene was when the drone was just flying out. That was a poor scene. You could do a backflip and and it could be better. You'd get more followers on Instagram, sure. But how close that was and the fate of the world, like, that made it awesome. Otherwise, sure, punch someone on the face and that's better. Okay, so my favorite scene is a is a play off of Uncle Shane's favorite setting. Now you said in your favorite setting that, that when they was fighting in the river and he shot the tank, he shot the um, bullet at the guy. So my whole my favorite scene is just that whole transition from them being in the airplane with each other, realizing that each other was there, then just fighting all the way down. Like they're literally fighting all the way down. Like he's <laughs> they they crash. First off, he shoots the whole front of the airplane up <laughs> like, a dummy. like a dummy. They're all in there, just kind of like Royal Rumble brawling in the middle of the airplane. Like they're brawling as the airplane's falling, and so they're just kind of running up in circles all around the airplane. They hit the ground. Um, Bebop just just belly flops into the water to chase after everybody. Um, and then the big scene comes up where um, Rocksteady is in the thing. He tries to shoot Mikey. Ralph comes over the top, flips, catches him, and dodges the bullet at the same time. That just was an awesome scene. And even when um, Leo was fighting against um, Bebop on top of the thing with the um, crate in his hand, trying to get it out of his hand using his footwork. So I think that those were great. All those were actually pretty awesome scenes. All right, so now we got to the segment of that don't make no sense. So, what do you have that was in the movie that don't make no sense to you? Um, well, it doesn't make no sense that Mikey could have been tougher. Wait, wrong one. Raph, scared of jumping off a plane, and he does all that stuff afterwards jumps on a moving piece of metal towards their doom like that made no sense whatsoever yeah just being scared of heights all of a sudden you cured of method jumping out of the plane one time that don't make much sense you got something that doesn't make much sense in the movie to you shredder shredder is just completely useless in the whole movie like you out here, you this big warlord and kill thirty-seven people. You got thirty-seven counts of first-degree murder. You the baddest human being on face of earth, just to be turned into a popsicle and put in a box. They could have just left you out the movie. That don't make no sense. You suck as a human being. I feel like I'm getting too attached to this guy right now. Okay, my don't make no sense. How is your entire Technodrome predicated on a beacon that is one solitary object that somebody could literally just snatch out and throw somewhere and your Technodrome goes with it. 
Just like oh. you ain't got no redundancies built into your technology to be able to do this. You got a technodrome that can come from another dimension that can float and reform and assemble itself like a transformer, but you can't fix it from having a beacon, which is a bright red blinking light. It'd be different if it was something that was blended in, making it. But no, everybody's oh, that's the beacon right there. Like Mikey could have seen that without even knowing what was going on. He didn't even need Donnie to figure that stuff out. <sighs> that don't make no sense. All right, now it's time for the it couldn't be me. Now, I'm going to go first. Now, I don't know where these police went to driving school at, but when they were driving into the thing to try to catch up to everybody at the Technodrome to try to get to the, um, to the thing that the Shredder was protecting and stuff, it couldn't be me to keep driving into that doggone thing when you see five other cars run into that rail that they just sent up. And you do not expect that there's gonna be... You just go magically drive through it. Like, somehow you go get phase powers. This You just Vanellope Sweets from wreck and Ralph. You can just phase through it. No, you idiot. That couldn't be me. I wouldn't have kept... I'd stop. Talking about I didn't go on low speed chase. I'm finna go stop this person that's over here robbing this ice cream shop. That's what I'm doing. I ain't chasing after the techno drone flying bricks and buildings and stuff like that. Ooh! Ooh! Not the kid. <laughs> I'ma stay on topic. Shredder, you are a worthless human being. You suck at being a human. You got turned into a popsicle. A popsicle and put in a box. Why were you in the movie? Couldn't be me. Okay, Shredder. I mean, first off, some dude who would put tentacle mucus in my eyeball on purpose, slap me in the face, and then make me mad, make me do all that work. I wouldn't even try to put my fist up. I try to get away, cause he's just gonna. Mm, he as soon as I figured out that he was gonna do that sort of thing to me, I'd run, get away, get my armor suit first of all, and and then maybe then I'll try to think of fighting him. It's understandable. Okay. So this is our debate this. Which would be a better leader in this whole case scenario? Mikey or Donnie? I think it's Mikey. Why? <laughs> Cause first things first. Without him just being fun and everything seriously, serious like Leo and stuff, he he would have just been like he w he wouldn't even have the um skateboard thing. He would just have nothing but his nunchucks and be like, "Oh, the beacon's up there." Well, not my problem, and then just walk away. But if <laughs> wow, so you say Mikey is the better leader out of him and Donnie, right? Yeah. Okay. I, no, Mikey is not the better leader. Mikey is too wild, too carefree. You know, care about nothing but eating pizza and a fight every now and then. You know, and he's just having fun. I want my leader doing that right now. I need my leader thinking, strategizing, coming up with plans and. And scheme Donnie, so we can execute them. 
Mikey just wants pizza. <laughs> At least you don't have to worry about all that extra stuff, like fighting and things. He, he's just going to be eating pizza in the corner. We're going to be dead as a group. And I'm going to tell you the actual answer to this question because both of y'all are wrong. The answer is Leonardo, which is what? why he's the leader in the first place. I it don't matter right. about your parameters. We know that Leonardo is the leader because he needs to be the leader. He's the I one with the level-headed. He's the one with the wherewithal to be able to keep everybody in order. And he's the one that understands everything that's going to go on. If we have Michelangelo as a leader, everything's going to fall apart because ain't nobody going to be doing them but watching surfing videos, cat videos, and eating pizza all day. And if we have Donatello as a leader, ain't nothing going to get done because all he's going to be worried about is his statistics. He's going to be talking about this is statistically relevant to this. And they go mess up and he ain't gonna know what to do because he only focused on his numbers and stuff like that. And we ain't even talking about Ralph Hothead itself because he gonna be the stab somebody. He's so a, he's we just awesome. we just not even gonna go down that route. We know Leonardo is a level-headed one. I mean, sometimes he gets the big head. I ain't gonna say that he doesn't, but for as far as leadership potential and credentials, he is the one that needs to be in charge. Yeah, it is your favorite one. It is, and that's why he's my favorite one. No, because he's the leader. Mikey's yeah. my favorite one. And that's dumb. Who's the best Ninja Turtle out of Rats! all of them? It's Leo. Who's the best one out of all of them? Leo. Mikey's the best one. It's Rats. It is not Mikey. It's the best looking Ralph. turtle. <laughs> What are you talking about? They all turtles. turtles. There's no way. There's no how. How how is Mikey the best turtle? Mikey's the best turtle. He's just carefree. Just imagine if Mikey got serious and really tried. Well, that's an interesting concept because if we look at the um the history of everything, just kind of like look at it in different um mediums and stuff like that, Mikey is actually a better fighter than Raph is. Of course. What? Yeah. There was one time on the, um, the Ninja Turtles TV show, one of the cartoon shows, that they had to fight in this tournament, and Mikey beat Raph without even throwing a punch. Of course. Ha! Oh! Because Raph just gets too angry. And yep. so, that's bad. the thing about Raph. Like, like, true enough, he's loyal. He wants to be there for his brothers. He cares about people. He pumps a lot of iron, but he's too angry. You can't, you can't deal with angry. somebody that's just going to go fly off the handle like that. He's just too angry. And that's why you need Leo. He's cool. He's calm. He's got that clear vision. He's got the leadership, and he's got the coolest weapon, the two swords. Come on, man. The katanas. Coolest? Yes. I'd Mikey's no. the coolest. I look, mean, look, Donnie look. has Sticks. the coolest weapon. Exactly. Sticks. Sticks. Yes. Donnie has Sticks the coolest weapon. Sticks with chains. Weapon. And I'm putting these sticks on you. Whatever, man. You don't get chopped in half. Not Mikey. You get Donnie. chopped in half. Not Mikey. Donnie has the best weapon. I mean, a staff. Why they always... Electronic thingy. Why do you always give Mikey the most daunting task in every mission? Because he's the guinea pig. They gonna send him out. There. <laughs> Does the job get done? Yeah. yeah. All right, then. What do you mean? Because he's the guinea pig. They just say, "Go do that, Mikey." Mikey, says, oh, because he can't think of nothing else. All he can do is what everybody else tell him to do. That's give, not give, true. Give Mike, give Mike a plan. And say, Mike, Ralph can't him. do it. We know Ralph can't do it. Can Donnie do it? Yes. Why did he do it? Cause he don't. Cause they got Mikey to do it. Cause Mikey getting the job done. In this movie we talking about right now, Mikey went up there, and got the beacon. Them other people couldn't even get the beacon. Donnie could have got it. All Donnie had to do was send his drone up there. Did he do it? No. no. He told Mikey to do it. Yeah, because Mikey knew the people. job would get done. He told Mikey to do it because he was just lazy. Thank you. It doesn't matter. It got he the job the done. Job. Mikey got the job done. Mm hmm. Alright, time for super upgrades. Now, is there anything in this movie that you feel that y'all could have yes. upgraded and could have made it better? Mikey could have been stronger. 
That's all I gotta say. Because he could have, and they could have made um that tank thingy shoot two things. Cause that would make me like it more. Cause then Mikey could have done a kick flip, and then he could have flipped over the second, flipped up on the second one, and then just jump down on it, and it's done. Okay. Rav could do that. Just make Mikey stronger. Okay. What about you, Uncle Shane? <laughs> hey, <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> Super upgrades. Is there anything that you feel that could have been upgraded to make this, the movie yes, better? Yes, that dump truck. Why put Mikey in that seat to control the arms? <laughs> Just so they can go up and get destroyed. They yeah. got to rethink that. Uh, at least get it to somebody else. I think, and also, you could have gave it a better opportunity to kind of, like, use the nunchucks in the movie. That yeah, of, yeah, that, that could have been, been better. Could have knocked out Craig. Could have done something. I think that they could have actually gave Karai something to do other than just get beat up. Like, she didn't even do nothing. Like, they did a better job of casting her and giving her an outfit to design this. I don't know who Karai is. Shredder's daughter, the guy, um, lady, yeah. black, black, um, that, that was black outfit. Yeah, the guy was guarding the portal. Yeah, she was pretty portly. Yeah, she was pretty portless. Like, if you didn't know she was Karai, you wouldn't know who she but was. But it don't matter. Shredder was portless. So His whole family's portless. His wife's portless. His kids are portless. Everybody's portless. He got turned into a popsicle. She got punched in the face and died. <laughs> She's useless, bro. They should have upgraded Shredder. That's what they should have done. They upgrade him. Go. <laughs> All right, it's time for Raider to hate it. Okay, so between zero to five turtle shells, what do you get this movie? Four and a half turtle shells. Four and a half turtle shells, that's solid. What do you give it, Trevor? Four and a half. Four and a half turtle shells. I give it four turtle shells. I think it's a good movie. It's a solid movie. It's definitely an upgrade to the first movie. Yep. But I don't think it's a perfect movie because uh -huh. we could have made some upgrades to it. But I think it was an overall fun movie, and I enjoyed it a lot, so... Hey, it's Ninja Turtle movie, and that's what Ninja Turtle's supposed to be. And you got Ninja Turtles, you got Bebop and Rocksteady, you got Baxter Stockman, you got Casey Jones and everything like that. And so that's what this is supposed to be. I think it was a good overall job. All right, so we got some fun facts. Uh, Yeah, I do. It's about the timeline changing. Because in the original, everything's normal. They're just normal turtles. And Splinter is a human, and he gets mutated by some people who work for the Krang or Foot Clan, something like that. And then, that's just how it is. They, they celebrate being teenagers, and then they go, and then they go and have fun. And then... Mikey ends up having a crush on April instead of Donnie. And then it's just weird because when Donnie had the mutagen purple ooze thing, they said that we could be human again. You're going to have to notice that because it said again, which is... Which means there is another timeline where they used to be humans, which I've seen. 
Okay. That's that's that's, that's Big pretty good. Timeline change. Okay. So far as for me with fun facts, there were characters in these in the show that were characters in other shows. It's linked to other shows or whatever, right? So we got the link first to DC Universe. Easiest one to figure out. Casey Jones plays Arrow. Stephen oh, Amell. Yeah. So I was looking for you have failed this city. But he didn't do that one. Also, Will Arnett, the guy that plays Vernon, plays Batman, the voice, in Batman, the Lego Batman movie. So you got Batman connection with the Ninja Turtles, and you got an Arrow connection with the Ninja Turtles. And so those were pretty, pretty cool fun facts for me. All right, time for our news coming up. So make sure you check out our stores. We got plenty of merchandise kind of going up. We added a new couple of designs to the store. Um, hit us up at Hero Talk One on Twitter if you wanted to talk with us on Twitter. If you have something to hit us up with Gmail, hit us up at HeroTalkTT at gmail.com to be featured in our upcoming episodes. Also, um, be on the lookout for more designs and everything coming up in the near future. We also might take a break next week, depending on how the holidays roll, but we're going to have some fun. We're going to get back to you guys with some excellent content in the, up content in the upcoming year. And we also have Voldorous Potter coming soon. What? <laughs> Voldemort and Snape. Okay. But I use Snape's last name and Harry's. Well, I get some merchandise. Ah, yes. Okay, I got you. So, for Farm. Okay, okay. Yeah, we still do have to finish up Death of Hallows. So, yeah. we're going to definitely do that in the near future as well. So, this has been Hero Talk with Talix and Trev. I'm Talix. And I'm Trev. And he is Uncle Shane. You know, I'm in this thing, baby. <laughs> and. When there's a hero, we talk. Gobble gobble. It's not gobble gobble. It's, it's oh, Christmas time. Oh, 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 oh. Sure. Merry Christmas. Roll tide. Roll tide.